We Seen the Movies, brought to you by Kate's Mom's Book Club, celebrating 28 years of good reads and good friends. Currently reading Diamond Eye by Kate Quinn. Hey, Kate, I would have maybe called it Sapphire. Ha! Welcome, world, to another episode of We Seen a Movie, the bi-weekly podcast about anything and everything movies. I'm Aaron, and with me are my co-hosts, Derek. Let's light this candle, Aaron. <laughs> and Kate. It's pretty early to be doing this, but I'm here. <laughs> we are here early on a Sunday morning. Because we're dedicated. For this podcast about the movie Self-Reliance, which we did not tell you we were going to watch. And I think we're going to not make that mistake again. Before we get into that, let's do a little bit of roundtable. How about you, Derek? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was listening to a popular sports podcast, as I am one to do, but they they were answering a fan email write in about a challenge that they were doing in the office and it mm-hmm. the the challenge goes as follows you have to eat one of everything that's in the vending machine at your office Ugh. so okay let kind of let that simmer think about that a little bit and then what I, what yeah. i'm going to ask you um first kate i'm going to ask you and and i'll tell you uh, because you and your husband are not the biggest people in the world I will allow him and you to team up to complete this challenge. Do you think that in one working day you could eat one of every item in a vending machine? And then Aaron, after Kate, I would love to hear your answer as well. Uh, absolutely not. This is like, aren't there like 36 items in a vending machine at least? I wish I would have done that research. I should have done that research seeing as it is my topic. But I mean, it's at least two rows of bags of chips, right? So you're probably talking... 12 bags of chips and then probably something like six to ten candy bars and then probably a couple bags of gummies of some kind yeah i know so you know my you know my strong stance about candy and if it doesn't have chocolate in it or if it just isn't straight chocolate i likely won't eat it unless it's white chocolate i do know this about you i i i do hate white chocolate uh yes um and also i I'm not a fan of peanut butter, but if Brennan was my buddy, he would take one for the team and eat all the peanut butter things. So I, I don't think I could do it. I would fail. I would not. I would not. You would and not Brendan successful. in combination. You don't think you could do it? I, I do not okay. think so. Aaron. Meanwhile, I'm 100% confident I could do this. I could probably do this in half a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a, I Googled the term standard vending machine. I am seeing 15 bags of chips. I'm seeing uh, about 15, 15 candy bars. The gum is kind of Yeah, take the gum out. Gum. Yep, take the gum out. Okay. And then like the row on the bottom, it's all like hostess stuff. Oh, like the gross. And <laughs> I could easily knock that out in a day. I thought you were going to say it one setting and I was going to be like, oh, that might be a bit much. But There's no way. you give me a full working day? There's yeah. a 0% chance you would complete this. I will... I will when pay you... for you to try this. As a matter of fact, Aaron, I would do it. Yeah, I was I gonna say, it. what do you get if you win? Because there's very few things in life I will do that I know are gonna have bad so consequences. In, the, <laughs> in this email that that wrote in in this podcast, I was listening to. They pool, so everybody in the office pools in money, and if you happen to win, everybody would get that pool of money, and it gets up to like five hundred dollars or even more because nobody can ever ever do it. Everybody thinks they can do it, 
But apparently the sugar spike hits so hard after doing this for like a couple of hours that your your body yeah. is just in shock, like pure shock. <laughs> Insulin. Yeah, it will give me diabetes, but I will get <laughs> the W. I, I almost don't want you to try because I do think that this could have like permanent damage to your body and it's like your chemical balance. But hey, if, if you want to yeah. go for it, like I said, I will happily fund you. I think you'd How have to be strategic. Do you think- you'd have to go like candy bar, chips, pounding water, candy bar, chips, water, candy bar, chips, water. How much money do you have to spend to get one of everything? That's a great question. I don't know how much like a bag of chips costs. As like me neither. I don't. From a vending machine, I'm gonna guess somewhere around the neighborhood of two bucks at this point. So that's like thirty dollars worth of chips. I'll go ahead and say yeah. thirty dollars worth of maybe about a hundred dollars. Wow, I have to spend a hundred dollars to watch right. Aaron. Investment. Get diabetes. Aaron's got the diabetes. <laughs> but but then does he get anything after you buy him all yeah, the food? I, I get fifteen bags of chips and fifteen candy yeah. bars. What else would you? What would you? What are you talking about? Yeah. So this guy, the guy who who emailed in, he said he's a, he was a bigger guy who like does eating challenges mm-hmm. and he's a competitive eater. He oh. got like. Okay, I'm yeah, a little he got less like, confident. I think he said halfway, two-thirds of the way through, and just realized I have no chance at all to complete this. <laughs> <laughs> but good luck. Good luck to anybody out there who wants to give it a go. Because it does, when you first hear it, you're like, Ooh. I think I could do that. I know it would be hard, but I think I could. I don't know. Nope. Except for I Kate. Mean, Kate's I, like, I'm I out. Like I could throw in Brendan on my team. We still can't <laughs> get it. <laughs> I feel like I could pretty easily knock out four candy bars at once in a chunk. I think that maybe doing that four times in a row would be hard. <laughs> I can't even Im- imagine eating one candy bar these days. Like I think it would make me sick to my stomach. So I, this challenge isn't for me anymore. Oh. I'm I'm not in my prime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm definitely on the tail end of that as well. Um, this is uh, yeah. <laughs> <It> is. Let's, <laughs> let's change the topic. <laughs> Let's do it. Kate, you I see in the in the doc your round table you wanted to go through fan feedback. We do have uh, a write in yeah. today. Uh I got some fan feedback from the fan that I currently live with. <laughs> yes. I guess that's a weird way to phrase that. <laughs> I've got I've got a live in fan. <laughs> I've got Same. a live in fan. I keep trying to get him to go away, but he's sticking around. No, just kidding. Um his feedback A was we need to announce the movie, which we kind of already touched on. We need to announce yeah. the movie before <laughs> we watch it so the the true fans out there can participate and everything. I think that's release. great feedback by uh mm. live in fan number one. Excellent feedback. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I also received some feedback from Power Listener D. I actually got two two pieces oh. of feedback. Uh one as she was listening to the very first episode, realized I only mentioned my daughter one time, and it was not something very positive. <laughs> and if my daughter were ever to listen to this podcast, that might lead to some issues. So mm. I'm taking that feedback. I love my daughter very much. She's she's my entire world. Everly, you're amazing if you listen to this. And I was it was absolutely in jest, whatever I said in episode one, I'm sure. She is super cute. cute. Second piece of feedback from Power Listener D. uh, Apparently, Kate at some point mentioned that she heard the movie Poor Things was not very good. Well, Danielle says it is incredible. And went on. 
and went on to write many, many glowing things about it. Uh, We had a bit of a discussion, she said, who wouldn't like it. Um, But that's that's, uh, fan feedback, and I just want everybody to know out there, we're willing to take the feedback, and we're willing to make the adjustment, all right? My live-in fan feedback has um, <laughs> said, I'll get around to it eventually. Nice. No, that's, that's not true. <laughs> but um, the I, I'm happy to hear that D enjoyed Poor Things. I have been wanting to watch that one anyways. Um, big Emma Stone stan. Absolutely. She's awesome, yeah. You mentioned mail? Did we get uh, mail? We did. We did get <gasps> mail from Is it- um, an Alicia. D- from some somebody named Alicia. Uh Said, I recently binged the latest season of the pod. I really enjoyed the takes and movie suggestions (laughs) from the newest member, Kate. I have a question for Kate. Do you have a celebrity or actress lookalike? A lookalike? Ooh, I'm wondering if Alicia's trying to fish. I bet she has a a lookalike in mind. I actually have no idea. Um, I don't. (laughs) Um, I don't. I don't know who I would cast as myself in a movie. has anybody that's, ever said you look like X or so and so celebrity? That's like that happens to everybody. No. You're saying that's never happened to um, you? No. Wow. Uh, my Great I guess I guess I did. I did. <laughs> there's one person. <laughs> there's one person who said I looked like um, Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, which oh I, don't I see think that. I do, so I for sure see that. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. Aaron, no, do you, yeah. have I you ever been too. said that? told that you look like somebody uh, so i've been told i look like a lot of people i don't believe any of them because you only like get approached and told something if it's going to be complimentative nobody's ever come up to me and been like you look like you know some terrible whatever one time somebody said tom cruise and they were full of shit <laughs> oh that's uh, hilarious i think you've got two feet on tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> that is actual yeah that's a fact i think um so for me my 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 own interpretation of the person who looks most like me, less true as we have both aged, but young Bo Burnham and young Aaron Gillespie were very similar. Yeah. Oh, I could definitely oh, see I that. I could see that. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. So I, I've gotten a lot of lookalikes throughout my life, and they have only gotten worse over time. So you say nobody's <laughs> ever given you a negative one. I've got a really, really negative <laughs> one. But I, I used to be told I looked like Elijah Wood when I used to have my hair grown out and that I was from the Shire and I, I was like Elijah from, Woods. No, negative. that's a positive one. I, again, we get negative. This okay. is like high school Derek. Oh, okay. And then I, <laughs> honestly, I see that. Cause I, now that I I'm your that. Facebook like my, friend. Oh, my old photos. All, oh yeah. Totally. Photos. Di- to- I looked yeah. totally different back then. You had such lively eyes. Did you, did you have frosted tips? I did. Or did you just spike your hair? Um, I did. Have, of course, I had frosted tips. Am I not going to have frosted <laughs> tips? I was popular, Kate. <laughs> All the popular kids had frosted tips. No, and then set, and then another one was the Green Day lead singer, uh, Billy Bob, um, Billy Joel Armstrong. So, yep, Billy I was told Joel. I looked like him at one point. And then most recently, and my wife did not want me to share this, but I'm going to share it anyway. Joe, S- <laughs> somebody told me I I now look like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> so true <laughs> it's so to so don't tell me Aaron that people don't tell you negative ones oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> a very handsome Zach Galifianakis uh, yeah that's, like that's, between that's two ferns between two ferns <laughs> like a like a really well put together yes Zach better groomed <laughs> uh, that one's I, I I constantly get Chris Hemsworth they're like oh it's Chris Hemsworth no wait a minute you're actually 
even better looking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have. Yeah, I've been. I've so that was half that. of of Ay's uh, ride in here. The other half was, uh, what is your favorite movie from that was released in your birth year? Now, for Derek and I, same year, nineteen eighty eight, and there's a right answer. I will go out there on a limb and say that my favorite movie was Die Hard. I. It's the truth. What, that's not even in my top five. I'm sorry, Kate. Um, I <laughs> oh, couldn't, I, because I wasn't given a lot of time to do the research here, I'm just going to go categorically. Best horror movie, Child's Play. Love Chucky. Uh, traditionally good movie, best movie would be Rain Man. No question there. Best comedy, Coming to America. And from for nostalgia, the best nostalgia movie in 1988, Land Before Time yeah. with the little dinosaurs. Very Aww. solid choice. Yeah. So that's my. So if I have to pick one, I'm just going to say Land Before Time because it it takes me back to my childhood. But uh, and nowhere on that list is well, Die Hard. Movies. Glad we mid. have Aaron on this podcast. To each his own. Kate, what, what about, about you? you, Kate? Uh, I think it's a tie between The Lion King and The Swan Princess. What is the well, I think Swan it's not a tie between those. Princess? What do you mean? What is the Swan Princess? What is the Swan Princess? It's an. <laughs> it's an animated movie about a princess that gets turned into a swan. Is it a Disney movie? It's all the title. I don't think it's a Disney movie. Uh, now I'm looking it up. There's it's based a on the ballet Swan Lake. Yes, the music's really good. I think you mean Black Swan. No, oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait. So this is the animated the version of Black Swan with Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman? No, because I would watch that. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's based what? on Swan Lake. I recognize, oh, John Cleese. That's the only name I recognize <laughs> on the starring list. Another shrubbery. But I watched it all the time growing up. And I watched it, I think, as recently as college. And it still... Still slapped? was awesome. It got a Golden Globe in 1995 nice. for Best Original Song. That's yeah, I also don't recognize a single name from this list aside from John Cleese. And I don't know who John Cleese is. Yeah. Sorry. He's... Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> except for Joel McKinnon Miller, who is Detective Norm Scully on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, John Cleese is in uh, Monty Python. He's yep. one of the... He's one of the main guys. Uh, have you Cut. seen... Um, uh, my wife's going to love this reference. Have you seen Rat Race? John yeah, Cleese I is have. like the main dude that's running the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And isn't he in... Uh, a fish called Wanda. I think he's in that this, too. Uh, true, Swan true. Film Lake. fans have turned this off already because my reference to John Cleese was the movie Rat Race. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Swan Princess, Die Hard, and The Land Before Time. That's a pretty solid list. I mean, not as solid as The Land Before Time, Die Hard, and The Lion King. The correct answer. Correct. The Lion King was ninety five. Said ninety four on my list, um, but was. But also, uh, I was looking at the list from 1994, and I have not seen many movies from that Pulp year. Pulp Fiction. So Ever heard of I it? I have not seen it. Never <laughs> seen it. Well, we should probably watch that. Your mom is going to give you so much crap for having not seen it. Yeah. Kate's mom, this is <laughs> we should, This is kind of a direct reflection of you, unfortunately. You need, I, to, you need also, to get Kate to watch Pulp Fiction. I also have not seen Forrest Gump, which is oh also my on God. the list. I know. Catherine. So maybe we can just dedicate this pod to watching the classics. Catherine. And the movies that we know movies that we know are actually good <laughs> I, I say we do swan lake let's do swan lake next time <laughs> yeah no the all right swan so princess. My, my round table was um the book was better 
So if you if there's a movie that is coming out um, that is that it was based on a book and you have the option, do you prefer to go watch the movie first or read the book first? If you're going to do both, read the book first. So my my problem is that I don't know how to read. Oh my gosh, Derek! <laughs> do you listen to the book? I haven't read a book in a long time. I I've been really behind on my reading. I, I'm not going to lie to this audience. That's not my style. So, but my most recent example of this would be Hunger Games. Oh yeah. So when I so when Hunger Games came out, the movie, I went and saw that movie, and then I went and I read all of the book. I wish I had read the Beck nice. book first. Right, the book's always better. Yeah. Quentin has convinced me. Uh, power listener Quentin has convinced me to watch the movie and then fill in all of the gaps. By reading the books after. Nice. So that's no, going to be my answer. No, because if you watch the movie first, the likelihood that you will read the book plummets goes down. Yeah. Well, you could also lot. save yourself <laughs> a lot say. of time. Um, not reading a ten-hour book ends up being trash because you know the book. You know the movie sucks. That's true. That's very yeah. true. I I'm sticking with it. And I feel like a lot of the movies that you know the series that get really really popular that they make into movies. I usually have already read, so I t- sometimes don't always have that option. Although the recent Hunger Games, I have the book, but since I saw the movie and I liked the movie so much, I'm like, do I need to read the book? And my husband's answer is yes, because he loved the book, <laughs> thought it was really good. But now I'm like, mm, I'll, I'll read the other books on my list before this one, because I already know See, what happens. We, we- I struggle with, with this decision. Um, I've got instances of all three possible outcomes. Uh, a long time ago, we went on a family vacation, and we listened to, on drives, we just listened to an audiobook. And we listened to a, a mystery, a detective mystery called Bloodwork. Ooh. And there was a movie starring Clint Eastwood that was coming out like as soon as we got back. So we were like, we're going to listen to this b- book and then go watch the movie. And that was an instance of the book positively wrecked what yeah. could have possibly been a good movie. Uh, meanwhile, Fight Club, we just talked about last time, watched the movie. I read the book. And honestly, I appreciated the book more for having watched nice. the movie. Huh. I was like, oh, I see the differences. I like the differences. I like that they didn't do this in the movie. Um, and then uh, there's also the it didn't really matter Dune. I read the book first, watched the movie. They're totally similar, but the, I, I feel like the book was great, the movie was great. So I, I'm always on the fence. That's fair. I mean, it's, I guess for me, Kate appears to be incredibly trendy because she basically said any book she reads turns into a movie. That's what I took from that. I'm just not that trendy, so I don't think the odds of me picking up a book and reading it and then it becoming a film is actually a reality that I would ever live in. So I guess that would be part of my problem. And then I, I do, I did find when I, I obviously read Harry Potter and it became uh, pretty successful movies. Mm-hmm. Don't know ever. Hey, Harry Potter, ever heard of it? Uh, Look at you, you're so. It, trendy. it follows a lot of it so close, beat for beat. I almost find that obnoxious. Where I've read the book and then it's just like beat for beat for beat. Same dialogue, same everything. I don't find the movie enjoyable in that case. So you're right, Aaron, you're probably right. It, like, There's different scenarios for it every which way. But I think we can all agree the books are almost always better. That we can yes. all agree. It's true. Um, agree. Are you guys ready to get into the main topic? Yes, sir. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> topic we went out and watched a uh, recent hulu movie um called self-reliance written directed by and starring jake johnson 
Um, this is a movie that you can go watch right now if you have Hulu. Um, or you might listen to our non-spoilery section and then decide whether or not you want to keep going. Uh, <laughs> but uh, with that, we have a synopsis, Derek. Happy to go through it, Aaron. Tommy, played by Jake Johnson, is living a repetitive and boring life following a breakup with his longtime girlfriend. Following a chance encounter with a special celebrity in a limo, Tommy ends up in a contest for $1 million. All he has to do is survive people actively seeking to kill him for 30 days. The loophole is that he can't be killed if he's within a couple feet with any other person. He meets a new girl, not Zoe Deschanel, but someone who is who isn't quite pitch perfect either. Anna Kendrick <laughs> joins Tommy as a contestant and comedy ensues. It was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I had such high hopes for it when I saw that it was a Lonely yeah. Island production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote, um, oh shit, Lonely Island, that's my jam. And uh, yeah. I don't think it was terrible. I, I, wouldn't, I would classify it as a good thing to watch while you're doing something else. That's very accurate. It did, it did have me question a lot of things. Like, first of all, Stranger Danger when celeb said celebrity <laughs> right. rolls up in his limo and says get in my question to you is in that scenario if a celebrity rolled up next to you and said get in the car a would you do it or b would it have to be a specific celebrity for you to be like yes i'm gonna get in a car with this person that i know of but don't actually personally know it would have to be a specific celebrity. And fun fact, if it was this specific celebrity, I would be 100% in that car <laughs> immediately. I'm get, I'm get, if it's a celebrity they ask me to get in, I'm getting in. <laughs> it just is what it is. But like, but like what tier of celebrity? Any, any tier of celebrity. If I know the person, right? So I watch a show on sci-fi called The Magicians, and I, would, I recommend mm-hmm. it to everybody. If it was somebody from that show <laughs> who nobody else would recognize, I'm in. Like, let's go. Limo with uh, honestly for me it's, it's dependent on the celebrity because nobody would say that um, uh, Dwayne Johnson is not like an A list celebrity but I'm not getting in the car if, if the Rock rolls up and is like get in this this limo I'd be like yes, I'm good man thanks no, you're getting in I would get in for the Rock hundred percent I would be like yeah, what is you the would. Rock about to do he's gonna ask me about things I don't know about I don't know what's going on but if the celebrity who shows up in this movie comes it that's i'm he doesn't even have to wait i would be jumping in after him before he even asked yeah all so this movie the premise of this movie had me really excited anytime there's a hunt a human and they have to survive (laughs) aspect to any movie i love that if it's a psychological horror way like one of the most recent predator movies is this where they they land a bunch of humans on a predator uh home world and they are getting hunted i love it and the the, pre- the idea that they would do this and they'd throw a bunch of comedy in there with somebody who I really like in Jake Johnson and Anna Kendrick. I like mm-hmm. them both so much. But you just keep waiting for this movie to get good or funny, and it never does. And then yeah. the last 10 yeah. minutes, it just yeah. falls on its yeah, face yeah. so hard. There you go. I, I nailed it. There. That is exactly what, what I wrote. It's, the, a, it's me... not overly funny. It's not overly serious. The cameos are the funniest bits. Yes. And it's a worse version of a lot of other movies. I I wrote this movie up as a mashup. Yes, man. 
starring Jim Carrey, which I like a lot better than you this. bring it up every With, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's one. It's one of my favorites. It's it's a guilty pleasure. That so this is a movie about being stuck in a rut. So is Yes Man. So okay, is, now I like, see it. Role model. Now I and see the connection. So is Fight Club, for that matter. And if you mash all of those three together, you sort of get this movie. But this movie is not that good. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I'll just a couple of quotes from Alicia as we are nearing that ending as it uh, as it starts <laughs> nose diving into oblivion. I'm just pissed. <laughs> that's, and I had to pause the movie. I'm like, what are you pissed about? She's like, I'm not really sure. And then and then shortly thereafter, I don't think I like this movie. I thought it was going to go and like tie up some of the I felt like main plot points and it never did no it really yeah why what like anna kendrick's character you should probably get into spoilers for. Some i do that, i do have two more non-spoilery yeah. um right, go for it. questions that this made me think a lot about uh-huh. first if you were the main character and you decided you were going to play this game how would your family react would they react in the same way that the family in the movie did no. Which was not believing them. <laughs> no. Given like my actual life circumstance and scenario, my family would be like, oh, Aaron, he knows more about the internet stuff. This is probably Dark real. Web. And, you know, my, my parents are retired. I would just be like, hey, can I just come hang out with you guys for 30 days? And they'd say, yeah, go nuts. I think I'd be fine. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, to be clear, but I think I'd be fine. <laughs> I I think I would also struggle to have people believe me for some reason, much like this character did. And so there's that aspect of it. I, I, there's more we can get into when we get to spoilers. I, so yeah. like, I think All we right. just ripped that back. I give this um, two and a half stars. I didn't hate it as much as you guys, it seems like. I thought it was, <laughs> there were bits that made me laugh. It didn't ever do anything where I was like, well, I hate this. It just didn't do anything that I was like, oh, I love this. It was... Meh, I also gave fine. it 2.5 stars. Same thing. There, I, there was a, there was a couple of times I giggled. The premise, in and of itself, yep. is at least worth two stars. So yeah, yeah, that's Kate yeah. stars. Um, one, one. <laughs> I honestly saw so many better movies this week than yep. this one. It's rough. Pretty <laughs> <Same>. rough. <laughs> oh, um, I would guys... give it a do do not recommend unless a you're DNR. really bored. And just want to throw something on in the background. I didn't think it was particularly clever. I didn't think it was particularly funny. Yeah, and I feel bad because I told my mom that this is the movie we were going to be doing and that she should watch it. Uh, and I also <laughs> stole her, net, her her password to watch this as well. So thanks, mom. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> as a reward, I told her to watch this movie. <laughs> and uh yeah yeah then you apologize i i think that she probably feels the same way as aaron and i where there was some there's some good parts but then it's just like there's a better movie i think that's the thing that bothers me there is a better movie it could if you just tweak some stuff about this movie the premise is great jake johnson i like a lot i think the acting in it that he pulled out was great but just the the writing and the direction that the story goes and uh, it's just there's you could easily see how this could be a five-star movie, I think. But it, it would have to be funnier or it would have to be more clever. It would have to lean into surreal stuff a bit more. Yeah, You could do any of those things and make it a more interesting, more entertaining movie. But it's not. Yeah. 
Spoilers? Yeah, yeah, and I still want to answer some of Kate's questions. And I have like non-spoiler. Well, no, I have non-spoiler stuff too. But I think if we just cut the cut the cord, we can do the do it all in spoilers. That's it. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is a man. Oh my God. Okay, Derek, do you want Boiling. to do this plot in thirty seconds? Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I, I, didn't do that, so. <laughs> I did. I did not. I do not want to do that for this movie. I feel like we are not recommending this movie, given the fact we're about to talk about it. We should probably tell people who aren't going to watch it what happens. Okay. I, I'm, I can yeah. take a swing. No, that's at it, fair. But um, I also want to leave that open to either of you if you're interested. No, go for it, Aaron. All right. So we open up on this. I'm going to call him Jake because I think of that guy as Jake. Uh, and he, he's stuck in a rut. He gets invited in to do this thing. And they say, hey, you get a million dollars. You know, the premise of the movie. Yeah. We, um, we then see him struggle to convince people. He thinks it's going to be easy. His family says, you're crazy. You're making this up. You just want attention. He then goes and pays a homeless guy, who, by the way, is great, to just follow him around. <laughs> no, no. Okay, um, we'll, we'll talk about he it. He runs we'll into Anna okay. Kendrick, who says, hey, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm doing the same thing. They go off and have a meet cute. They stay together for like two or three days. Um, we find out later that she was just bored. She's not actually in it. The entire time, you're like, something's going on. Anna Kendrick is going to kill him or something. Turns out, no, that's not true. She was just bored and wanted to hang out with somebody, which is really weird. Red flags all over the place there. Her character and was weird. He starts to, Jake Johnson starts to question his sanity a little bit. Like, am I actually being hunted? Hunters start showing up and they're always dressed up funny, which <laughs> we'll get back to. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, he goes and lives in a homeless camp again. More homeless stuff, which is weird. And eventually he wins and gets a million dollars. But they're not actually a million dollars. They're a million Danish kroner. And he's getting them at 4,000 kroner a month, which is a little <laughs> less than $600. So I'm glad you did the translation. <laughs> I never did look up what, it, what that would correlate to. Enough to be to. like not nothing, but also not enough to just retire on. So it's like nothing He got really... fired from his job. Yeah, he got fired he from did. his job. He sort of has the conversation with his ex-girlfriend that... This entire time, he's all like, oh, I'm stuck in a rut. And then it was just his ex-girlfriend didn't wanted to not be in a rut, so she left him. And it's like, okay, well, that's what I would have expected that conversation to look like. Yeah. And, and then it just did nothing. But Andy Samberg shows up, and he's great. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually said this out loud to you, Aaron. I'm not really a Samberg guy. You I don't find him all that funny. Out. I think Eric just yelled at me, but I couldn't tell because spit all over my computer screen. <laughs> I'm did sorry. Watch, I, did you watch the Bash Brothers? It's thirty minutes. You no. should watch it. No, <laughs> I, like I, I know. It. So some of his Lonely Island stuff, I think, is great, but I think that that's due to the creativity of his two partners. I mean, when I'm talking about like the actual music, I, I, I'm not. It's not Andy Samberg. It, like Brooklyn Nine Nine, it, it's fine. But he, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, and I hope Guy One doesn't ever listen to this because I think he'd think much, much less of me because I know he's a huge Sandberg guy too. But I, he comes in in that cameo, and I'm just like, why? Like, I don't need, I don't need Andy. I don't, I don't, I don't need. Why? Why? Justin Timberlake though, he was on Saturday Night Live last night. Don't know why I thought of that, but he's I didn't. Dick see in a it. box. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, Andy Samberg. Dick yeah. in a box. Yeah. Isn't that with and Andy Samberg? Okay, tell him he's wrong. Okay. 
right. yeah i i i don't agree i really like andy sandberg and the lonely island and i would recommend the bash brothers experience to all of our listeners it's 30 minutes it's on netflix it's all lonely island songs the soundtrack's hilarious <laughs> derek is wrong he sh- he should have watched it no i s- okay hold on i said i like lonely island and their music I can yeah. I can like that and not like Andy Samberg as an actor Aww. who is not good. Jake Peralta, <laughs> or funny. really? It's, it's fine. Like Brooklyn. Nine, how can you like? It's fine. How can you like Jake Johnson, whose shtick is almost identical to Andy Samberg's shtick yeah. in my mind? That's a really good uh, contradiction you're pointing out right now, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really explain that mm. one. Not a yeah. fan of Sandy Amberg, are you? <laughs> no, I guess not. Kate, you had one more question that yeah, you wanted to, to um, go through. Brendan and I, at the end of this movie, when it started wrapping up and he was, I guess it wasn't at the end, but when they were doing the Anna Kendrick and him in the motel like montage uh-huh. where they're being yeah. all cute and loving to spend time together. And wow, the days are just passing by so quickly. Yep. Isn't this great? I think I know where this is going. Brendan and I were like, we could never do this. Oh boy! We never, I did not see this coming. Spend, we could never spend thirty days within two feet proximity to each other. I think we would murder each other. Yeah, let's talk about the so logistics. Could you, there my question bit. is: Could you guys do that with your spouse? Yeah, go ahead. Or am I just? Is my marriage just a little bit weird? <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer that question honestly and twice. First answer is: At any point in time in our lives. Absolutely. I think that there was one time where we got the chance to spend a week together, basically completely nonstop. We binged, lost one of the best weeks of my life. We've done a couple of things like that, actually. Uh, now, like in the thick of, if I had to like also maintain children during all of this, <laughs> probably not. But even those times that you were together, quote unquote, nonstop, you weren't actually together nonstop because you weren't showering together. You weren't going yeah, to the. That's what I'm You're not about. going to the bathroom together. <laughs> that's true. You're you're not like like even the thought that they did they did the same thing twice where uh, Jake Johnson's sleeping and that person gets up in the middle of the night. You have to get up every single time that they get up. They go to get water. You have to get up. The one of the best moments of the whole movie yeah. is when he goes to stay with his his sister's husband. And he goes, oh, and yeah. he goes to take a number two, and he breaks and he breaks in on him. So you're doing that for thirty days in front of this other person. I couldn't do it with anyone. He's right here. He's taking a shit. <laughs> He's taking a shit. One He's of right the funniest. Here. It's the best. That was part the, of the funniest movie. scene in the whole movie. Yes, yeah. it was. That's uh, the brother-in-law character. <laughs> on top of he Andy Samberg, was the funniest character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think he was funnier than Andy Samberg. So I now that you've thought through the logistics a little bit, Aaron. Are, are you still saying that you and Melissa could do this? At one point. At one point. <laughs> Especially if, if it was like murder was on the line. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I Of any couples, I do believe that you and Melissa would have the best chance. But We're good roommates. But like, we always so good roommates. going back to something you else you said earlier and now thinking about logistics again, you said, Aaron, I would just go stay with my family for 30 days. <laughs> Now think about uh, what that well, means. Well, like I said, that that would get me away from having to also maintain the two children and, and all of <laughs> okay. that. Okay, you're just shower. You're just showering with your parents. You're just showering with your That's parents. A good Aaron. point. Uh, my parents' yeah. shower is in an interior room. I can just have them <laughs> sit outside the door. <laughs> then you're not with them. Then you're gonna get killed. Uh, they, what are they gonna do? Like shoot me through the wall? There's no windows in there. Spe- yeah. Okay. Be fine. S- speaking of. What are they going to do? 
Are these hunters even good at their job? Not, I don't know if their job is actually to kill him. In retrospect, I think that their job was just to make it an entertaining show. I was very confused because... All right, let's get like into this. I, I, about, I have questions too. Get, yeah, let's go, when we Kate. talk about why or how this movie could have been better, I think it would have been better if the entire time the audience didn't actually know if he was playing this game or if yeah. he was making it all up. You know? Oh, yep. yeah. And, you know, and, and I did text you guys, I think, that like halfway through the watch, man, this is not even close to Fight Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I'm going to compare every movie I watch <laughs> because as I watch these movies, I have a stream of consciousness like note session up. <laughs> and you wrote four things about this movie? I wrote more than four, um, but... It wasn't, I didn't particularly feel like there was anything surprising or really that interesting about the plot. It didn't really have, I mean, the jokes that they tried to weave in, I think there was one about Ellen where I'm like, why are they keep showing this picture of them sitting outside of Ellen, standing outside of Ellen's studio? Is this going to be a major plot point later? And it turns into just an Ellen impersonator trying to kidnap him, so which dumb. I didn't think was It was funny. not funny. You're correct. I think as three people who watch a lot of movies and try to read through the lines of what the plot is and what the director was thinking, we're watching this movie going, Anna Kendrick is going to turn out to be one of the hunters, yep. or or this was all in his mind, or... Yep. <laughs> or, or, she, or she orchestrated right. the whole game. So we're, we're waiting yeah. for the other yeah. shoe to drop for an hour and a half, and when it doesn't, we're like, okay, we just wasted 90 minutes. Right? Yeah. Or like, did he actually win? <laughs> good question. Right? Like, How many people were playing I, this game? It's, it's, why was Anna Kendrick answering weird Craigslist ads randomly? And why did yeah. she get all offended when they went to go meet some other guy who they tried to... He was getting stalked by some yeah. people. Yeah, was that, that guy actually in the game? Lines that, anyway, I, I don't... We don't know. We my headcanon on that was that Anna Kendrick answered... She's quirky, right? She's a quirky fun girl. And she answered Craigslist very irresponsibly to be a quirky fun girl thinking that she was talking with Jake Johnson, a quirky fun guy. And this was all fake. And then when they went and met yeah. somebody else, she was like, Oh, this is a real thing. I need to be out of this. And that that guy was a plant by the, the TV show, uh, delusions of grandeur dog that said, Hey, you, we, you know, this makes the, the story more interesting for the supposed viewers. That was my head cannon on this. It's also me trying to, yeah, add in writing to this movie that wasn't there. exactly. You're giving them too much benefit of the doubt. You're right that we could all sit here and say this is what actually happened or what didn't happen. The reality is the movie yeah. didn't tell yeah. us what happened. It didn't make us laugh. That's the problem. And make me sad. That is the problem. Anything. I yeah, and the guys who proposed the game to him, they were supposed to be funny and date like. I don't know. I don't it know. Looks like they could have been an ABBA, <laughs> but that's one of my notes. Is ABBA is interviewing him? I like him. that. <laughs> like he um, never signed a contract. He never really. It was just weird. And they never. They they say it's a show on the dark internet on the dark what, web, but you never really. What see is the dark web? Of can, can one of you explain to me what the dark? So web I'm not is? an expert, but my my assumption, having made websites before is that it is just a website a series of websites i imagine that aren't trolled by like search engines and whatnot they're not available to the general public i don't know it also involves some form of router that i don't i don't know 
I don't know. <laughs> that was a great try. Yeah. Seems like you do know. I love Seems he like goes into know, technical Aaron. detail. He's you like, just don't he's like want this is how you build the know. websites and this is how they interconnect. And here's where the mother yeah. <laughs> and here's where the mainframe exists. And he's like, but I don't know. But I don't know. www.aaronspuzzles.com. That's true. That's one of four. Um, oh, so I did boy. Complete, complete turn. And this is the last thing I honestly have to say about this movie. I appreciated the... Um, so part of the reason I think that the hunters aren't actually meaning to kill him is because at no, Ellen has a, like a stick. At no point does anyone have a knife, gun. Yeah, there's guns. Anything. They there's do guns. have guns. There's a rifle. The, the cowboy, cowboy the had cowboy. a rifle. Cowboy at the end. At the beginning. The poop scene. The poop scene. He's got a rifle on him. Poop. The poop scene. The poop scene. Through the bathroom window. Why don't I remember the poop scene? We, we just, just oh, we're the bathroom. Bathroom. He's pooping. I got it. I got it. I was thinking he was dressed up as a poop emoji because what? the thing I was going leading up to was <laughs> I liked how all of the hunters what? were dressed as something. You know, they came in, yeah. like the giant dude was dressed up as Michael Jackson, and then the guy in the hallway that came in was like, just dressed Mario. as Mario, weirdly. <laughs> I always really love just like some really dumb, silly element of what is otherwise <laughs> a silly I'm just looking for a poop emoji. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was like, when did a hunter show up dressed as a pile of poo? Oh, I don't remember the, that. With the the tall guy thing. that you referenced is actually Boban um, Makarovich. Who is an NBA player? Oh. He was also, he was also in one of the John Wick movies. Yeah, he, he was one of the people that John Wick killed early in, I believe, number three. Seven foot four. Yeah, he's one of the tallest NBA players ever. He, he's wow. yeah, he's a giant. He's hey, Dude. but yeah, he showed up in a couple of movies now, which is kind of. He was neat. also born nineteen eighty eight. I wonder what his favorite <laughs> movie was. I don't oh. think he was born in the United States, so his answer might be quite a bit different. <laughs> um. I guess one more thing on Andy Samberg that I was sitting there thinking. Um, so Andy, I think there's a version of Andy Samberg that would actually be funny to me on TV. And it's if he just went full bad guy or like full dick. So he kind of borders yeah. on that here where he's right. But but then yeah. he goes back into regular Andy. So one, would you guys like to see Andy Samberg in, a, in playing a dick? Oh, yeah. I think that would be good. Sure. I mean, if if Andy's going to be in it, I'll likely watch it, but I will be pickier than I was with this movie. <laughs> it's like so. Andy Samberg is kind of in the Ryan Reynolds camp for me, mm. where it's like they are in a movie, but they are basically playing themselves every time. Yes, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, but there is a there is a threshold beyond which you go, okay. I get it, Ryan Reynolds. I love you. You're great. Sit on a shelf for a little while. Make yeah. me come ask you for more. And you can tamp that down or, or you can get away with doing more of just here I'm here and I'm Andy Samberg if you go play a totally right. different character. If I see you yeah. do something wildly different, then I'm willing to go, okay, come bring more of your you know normal shit. Yeah, shape. Ryan Reynolds is exactly what I was thinking. I think Ryan Reynolds, once he leaned into that, is now like one of my favorite people to watch. I want I want Andy to be Ryan Reynolds. All right, one more question. I swear this is the last mm-hmm. one. Anna mm-hmm. Kendrick, overrated, mm-hmm. underrated, or I properly rated? I really like her. I think she's hilarious. I don't think she was given much in this movie. And I but... do mean in general, not necessarily <laughs> just in this movie. In general, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Anna Kendrick. I think properly rated. Aaron? I would go properly rated as well, but that is taking into consideration that some people don't like her at all. Yeah, that is a completely fair opinion. Some people love her. I think that is a fair opinion. I could see this. She is 
of a type, and I think it is a taste thing. I, I and I could I am kind of on the fence. Anna Kendrick is also kind of one of those Ryan Reynolds types where she plays Anna right. Kendrick in everything right. I've ever seen her in, really. But for, for I, comparing those two, I would need a lot longer drinks between my Anna Kendrick sips than my Ryan Reynolds chugging. This is a weird analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see her drama? I think it No, okay, so that's what year. I was just going to say. No. I It's hard for me to rate Anna Kendrick when I just don't feel like she's in enough stuff and she's never been in a position where she had to show any range to Aaron's point and maybe maybe that's the answer she just has no range but like in pitch perfect when that came out i that was amazing i thought anna kendrick was stunning in pitch perfect but then it's like where's she been you see her did you watch is that a movie or like are you asking if i've watched the last five years of anna kendrick no 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 (laughs) it's a movie it's a musical and a movie no it's very good so it sounds like you haven't it sounds like you haven't watched a lot of anna kendrick maybe that's my problem it's just hard for me to. Did you have you seen the Spy? There's a really there's a really good one. It's have you a... ever seen Twilight? Oh man, I have seen Twilight. She's and we should Twilight. review it on this podcast. We should do Twilight. She's in Twilight. She's in the Spy movie that's on Netflix with the guy from Jojo Rabbit. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Taika He's Watiti? in the Argyle movie that's coming out. You're talking about Taika Waititi? No. Oh. Yeah, there. Oh. She she's in some funny stuff, but. The one I'm thinking of is oh, it's, called. She was Mr. great Wright. in a simple Mr. Favor. Wright. Oh, dude, Mr. Yeah. Wright, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I'm gonna watch this. You should watch it. It's funny. Um, that one's good. Uh, Last five years is good. She's been she's been in more things than I think. And then she was in the drama that I haven't seen. I don't know if it got good reviews, but she was in a drama I think that came out last year or the year before. About being in like an abusive Alice, Alice relationship Starling. and Alice Starling is what it's called. Yeah. Did not see that. That That is the exact movie I should watch. And then that I will your opinion. reassess. Yeah. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. That one's a, a top comedy for me. It's a funny comedy, but she is kind of just playing that same character. Yeah, she right? is. Yeah, I think there's more. Yeah. I okay. Think. Properly rated. Table 19. That was kind of a It seems like you're actually movie. leaning more that towards underrated cute. for Anna Kendrick. Kate. I think Big she's Anna good, Kendrick pump but she's not like okay. one of my top actresses that if she's in a movie. The girl who plays Jake Johnson's ex-girlfriend, yeah, definitely that. Natalie Morales. She's not in anything. She needs to be in more stuff. It's, Every time I see her, I like her. She's in uh, I recognize her. Parks and Rec. That's where I, I recognize, recognize her, her but I don't know where it's from and it's not Parks and Rec. She's Tom's so, girlfriend in Parks and Rec and she was only rough. in it for not nearly long enough because she was it a very fun be that, character. But she's absolutely a that girl for me. Natalie and, but Morales. I do believe she voices somebody on Spider-Man. Are you sure you're not thinking of Miles Morales? <laughs> they have the same last name. Uh, yeah, she's Miss Caleros. All right, shout out to um, my, uh, Natalie Morales. Do we have any other shout outs, yeah. Derek? Yeah, I would like to shout out a show I've been watching on Disney. Uh they made a movie a number of years back, like a decade ago. Uh, Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Percy Jackson is on Disney. and it's Young adult fiction? Young adult fiction, which is my sweet spot. Uh, those of you that don't know me very well, I'm really, <laughs> really into um, like hot goss and teenage angst. And To me, hot goss is Ryan Gosling. Well, that's, I'll, that's another hot goss, but that's, that's my area of expertise. And Percy Jackson fits that mold. They they brought the age of the characters down um, to match the books compared to what they did in the movies. Uh, you might recall Alexandria Daddario mm-hmm. was in the movie looking absolutely stunning. 
Yeah. Uh, as she always as she always is. But now they've actually got children playing these roles, which is was a smart move because that's that's the intent of the book. And it 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 makes more sense why they struggle with all of these different quests and and these conflicts, uh internal and external conflicts. I I've really enjoyed it. It it's basically just falling beat for beat the the movie and the books, but it's because it's on television and they're telling the story over a series of, you know, hour like multiple hours, you're getting really good character development. So, if you were at all into Percy Jackson the movie or if you've read the books, I would recommend the TV show. I have not watched the movie. I have not read the books. Um, but I'm going to take a wild stab at the plot here. Percy Jackson is an unassuming young boy whom it turns out is actually the most special boy and is probably forced into choosing some sort of like path of are you going to be this type of person or this type of person or this type of person and then, and then tries to transcend that in some way, shape or form. Am I about right? Because this is a young adult movie. And you, uh, adult you nailed it. You nailed it 100%. That's yeah. all of them. And I love it. That is all of them. That is Harry the Potter. The hero's journey. It's not just, I mean, it's it's Game of Thrones. It's it's any sci-fi story that's worth its worth its salt. It's the hero's journey. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen. God, I love all that stuff. Divergent. 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 Yes. Maze Runner. <laughs> That feels like yes. it's one of those things where you could just ask Chat GPT to generate a new movie <laughs> and just you know feed it slightly different. Uh, parameters These are the types of movies that explain hit. why there was a writer strike for exactly that reason, Aaron. AI AI <laughs> is going to pump out so many of these movies that they had to go on strike. They had to get it under control. <laughs> Uh, Kate, yeah. did you have do you have a shout out? Yeah. So after finishing watching Self Reliance last night because i waited till the last minute i needed a nice palate cleanser and brendan discovered i first of all i want to shout out my brother will for shout out will for purchasing a subscription to peacock so that we could watch five nights at freddy's and we've been uh using his subscription to watch the office extended cuts which i don't know if everyone knows but there are extended cuts of Every office office episode, I think seasons one through seven. How much? On there. Like, what is and the so, level of extension? Are we talking like? Some of them have an extra like ten to twenty minutes of content. That's, that's crazy. The dinner party episode was over thirty-two minutes long, or something, and that is it's my favorite bagger. office episode. So we watched it yeah, last it's night. So that's good. the cringiest episode. So and it's the best. And there's an extended scene where they're walking up. She, they're getting the house tour and there's extra scenes in there, which is just great. <laughs> um, where they're walking up the hallway and there's like an Andy Warhol style four <laughs> faces of Jan in different colors. And Michael just goes, I call this the mini faces of Jan. And I don't know why. Oh, but- that's that's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so, there was just if you if you love that episode and you've seen it and you know like you'll be able to spot the differences in the scenes. You, I'd, I it. highly recommend. It was worth a watch. Um, I do love The Office, not as much as Brendan does. So he's definitely been binging through all that content. Um, that was my first episode of the extended cuts, and and I do have to say it did not disappoint. Nice. Yeah, I'm interested in watching this. It looks like, yeah, they are pretty extended. The uh, I did, did a quick bit of research. They're usually like 22-ish minutes long, and 
Season uh-huh. one, episode five, basketball is apparently 39 minutes long. And I'm real curious to see how many times Kevin Malone made that free throw in a row. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's just five minutes of the extended <laughs> cut. Swish, it's swish, just swish. Kevin, Kevin shooting free throws. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I also want to watch my other favorite episode is um, the one where Dwight buys all the unicorn Barbie dolls because he's trying to capitalize on bad parenting of buying all your Christmas presents at the last oh, minute. Oh, the Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas <laughs> one. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I was struggling to remember which one it was. But yeah, OK, I definitely uh, remember so my, my shout outs are two separate Netflix movies. I We are we do a, you know, subscription service at a time. And in order to watch Self Reliance, we canceled Netflix and switched over to Hulu. Oh, so that's we canceled sad. Netflix. I was like, Oh no! I gotta get in on The Killer. I gotta get in on Leave the World Behind. These were things that were in my backlog. I'm super glad I watched them. Too bad we didn't talk about either of them because they were both better, and I yeah. have more things to say about both of them. Did you? No. Did either of you guys watch either of those? No. Yeah. Yes, I watched both of them. As a matter of fact, yeah. Uh, I believe I recommended Leave the World Behind to you uh, maybe 150 times. Oh, here we go. And then you complete (laughs) the viewing of the 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 movie and go, hey, guys, have you ever heard of this movie, Leave the World Behind? Yeah, Aaron, I I recommended it a a billion times. Yeah, I watched both. Leave the World Behind is really – I would recommend watching it, absolutely. The acting is superb sublime yep uh the killer i would like i i don't want to get i don't want to steal credit for the funniest thing that that you said maybe ever aaron do you remember how you described the killer i, I think i described it as just the logistics of being a hitman but was there something yeah. else well the, no you use the word ad- administration you're like it's it's just all the administrative work behind being an assassin <laughs> which which is true yeah. that is what this movie is so yeah, only if you're funny not, because it's it's accurate it's just him describing the boring administrative details of like, okay, in order to do this, we spend like 20 minutes of just him monologuing. So I watched it, by the way, because it is David Fincher. Yeah, we're, we're Fincher people. Yeah, I, I like David Fincher a lot. I honestly was not disappointed. I think it, was, it wasn't an amazing movie by any means, but it was perfectly serviceable. Um, and Leave the World Behind, I, I read the book, then watched the movie. That's what made me talk about oh. my roundtable. And this was another one where I'm like, yeah, you know, I liked the book. I liked the movie. I think that they didn't yeah, really nice. affect each other. There are differences in them. Um, and they, I appreciated what they did. But those are my shout outs. Um, all right. No, well, I got one more thing. I'll leave yeah. the world behind. Sorry. Uh, if you watch this movie thinking that it is, in fact, knock at the door with Dave Bautista. Knock at the cabin door. (laughs) Knock at the cabin door or whatever it is with Dave Bautista about the apocalypse, I think, is what that's about. That's what what movie I thought I was turning on and watching. It was not. Leave the World Behind feels like it would be the title of the the trailer I've seen for the Dave Bautista movie, Knock at the Door. Not the same movie. So I'm here to help you. Those are two different movies. And then there's another one, Cabin in the Woods. Which is a third movie, which is neither of those two as well. So just remember, uh, all the listeners out there, you got to not only look at the title of the movie, but also read the description. Well, I'll be so honest with you. Even if you the read the description, movie. it's the same movie. <laughs> is <laughs> it really? Knock at the Cabin is people who are in a cabin and then they are 
Right. A, you can see why I was confused. Say, hey, the world is it. It's, you can see exactly why I was confused. <laughs> I was so disappointed with yeah, Dave Bautista. Exactly the plot of Never Leave showed up and leave the world behind. <laughs> Never shows up. <laughs> I want to watch Knock at the Cabin. It's got a lot of people that aren't the main thing from the movies they're in, but I like a lot, like Dave Bautista. It's got Rupert Grint from Harry Potter. It's got Jonathan Groff from it's M. Night Shyamalan, uh, too, right? The King in oh, I love him. Yeah. And amongst other things. I'd be, yeah, I'd be down to watch some of that. Right, but next time, <laughs> what are we doing next time? Kate, what are we doing next time? Oh, yes. Uh, drum roll, please. <laughs> we will be going out to the theater. Whoa! Argyle! And watching <laughs> Agent Argyle. I have not even watched the trailer for this, so I am pumped. I'm under the impression Argyle is a cat. <laughs> Argyle, next week. Get out. Get it watched. We've seen a movie. We've we seen a movie. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell your friends. Be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a comment. And you can follow us on Instagram maybe one day, who knows, and DM us if that ever happens. Or you can actively, <laughs> like our good friends, Mathma Chicken and Alicia, email us at we seen a movie, movie at gmail.com. There's no quotable lines from the movie we watched. I hope you get some Jeff purring in the microphone recording. It was while you guys were talking. I was holding it under his chin and he was just purring. Jeff, don't chew on those.